Hello everyone and welcome to Toothache where we welcome you to take a seat as we discuss the big wide world of troubled adolescence and existential thoughts that run through our minds daily where we're your hosts Rachel and Renee joined with one of our good friends and our guest for today's episode Axel. Yeah. Hey guys. I feel like we have to clap. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like yeah. Um all right. Okay. <laughs> Axel, today we've decided to delve into an area that we feel needs to be spoken about. It's a tricky subject as it's so broad. So we hope you're ready to answer and give your most honest thoughts about it and anything but the truth. <laughs> That'll be the end of you. I like how so far Axel hasn't said a word. Like he's like scared to like yeah. speak your truth. Yeah. <laughs> you're only allowed to speak when you're spoken to. All right, first half. So we're going to like separate into three sections. So we have three sections with like different kind of like starting points. So the first starting point is teenagers are using alcohol slash drugs because they romanticized it too much. But in reality, it's making them grow up too fast and invalidate those teens who have real problems with it. What do we think, folks? Well, sounds like an essay question. <laughs> it does. I, I was like trying so hard. Um. Well, I think that's the problem with basically every teenager at the moment. And it's mostly because of like movies making it Mm. like such a good thing, you know. That is so Um, true. Treating it as like the party environment. So every kid feels like they need to rely on it. Yeah. I see like the first when you were saying that the first thing that came to my mind was like euphoria and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you like euphoria and like, hmm, which is really actually euphoria. You should. Oh, it's really, it's good, but it, I don't think it, it romanticizes is. it. It's just like, it, it's just like, well, oh, drugs, but aesthetic, you know? Like, yeah. okay, no, well, the thing that is, is like, I, I went through these topics with someone else and she said that we should actually talk about euphoria because of the way that they show parties. Yeah. Um, because, like, although, yes, it does show Zendaya, like, throwing up and almost dying and shit the other side of it is they make the parties seem so exciting like yeah. she's doing drugs but then also she's all sparkly and glittery and like yay we yeah. we love drugs and I feel like it does walk that very thin line of what is romanticized and what's like just the truth of it and yeah. because it is a tv show it does need to be like played up a little bit but yeah you know I think that's why they get it right, though, just because not only do they show the good sides of it, I guess, like, the, to us, what we feel like looks like at parties, but then we see, like, I know Axel hasn't seen the show, but then we see Rue, like, (laughs) arguing with her mom, and, like, do you you remember that scene where, like, it's, like, horrible, it is so, like, it it gives me chills just looking at it, and you see Mm -hmm. her, like, literally, like, on the floor, like, dying, because she's, like, overdosed, and then, like, that one scene where she's, knocking on Fez's door because she's like give me drugs and she's mm-hmm. and he's like no I have I seen that online yeah and like <laughs> that like that it's just stuff like that that like you don't really see in other shows because yeah. they don't want to show those parts because they don't want to show the ugly side of it which is I guess yeah. that's what's kind of good about euphoria but a lot of shows they kind of just like I guess it's good to show realism like that's actually what's happening at parties yeah. but I think they show it in the wrong light a lot of the time mm. oh like, yeah for oh, sure yeah, parties and then they mm. just get drugs involved and it's just yeah but they make it like drugs are great like if you do it you're gonna feel this certain way but the thing with parties it's like 
it's parties are temporary like they last for like not that long if you think about it yeah so like what happens like the morning after what happens like after that like they don't show that they don't show like how shitty it is after like not only with drugs but with alcohol as well it's like yeah you have fun for like one night it's one night that you just get together and you can do what you want and I think that's why people feel the need to do alcohol and drugs whatever at parties because they feel like well why not it's a short amount of time like they have they feel like it's like some sort of space where it's like no rules like fucking the purge or some shit like yeah minus murdering (laughs) people but you know (laughs) yeah um, yeah you go, you go, Renee. <laughs> no, you go, Axel. You're the guest. Oh, um, yeah, I just feel like it just leads them to to do things they think will make them look older, but it really just makes them look a bit immature. If they're yeah. relying on drugs and alcohol to have a good time at a party, then you're not really experiencing the party. You're just kind of being in your own moment, using it as mm-hmm. an excuse to, you know, get yeah. high or drunk. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What were you going to say, Renee? What were you going to say? <laughs> Oh, I was just, from my own personal experience, like at, when I first started going to parties and like we started drinking and shit, it was like this really exciting thing because of course, like I've n- I'd never done that before. And like, oh, I feel so mature and so like cool and everything. But um, now recently, like I've been drinking with my family or whatever, and not just because I'm not going to a party, but I just, I think I hate alcohol. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can vouch for that as well. It's, it's like, not. I don't enjoy it. And it just makes me sad a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, what other alternative is there, you know? And, like, I think, well, for me at least, that's what makes it kind of sad because there's no, like, if I'm feeling sad already and I go to drink yeah. and it makes me more sad. It amplifies What else am it. I yeah. meant to do? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But well, I was... like, no, yeah, you go. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I I do like, I do, you know, enjoy a social drink with friends, and like, mm. you know, I'll go have if I go to a friend's house, I have some alcohol with them, and I I even drink at family parties, but it's just when you take it that step further, thinking that like that's the only way you can drink mm. alcohol, like you can't mm. just enjoy it in small bits. I think that's when it gets really bad, and that's probably what. <laughs> Like it leads a lot of people to, you know, get sad over alcohol or um, it's just when they've taken that step too far and you know what it feels like, I guess. Yeah, it's because like I feel like people, it's like different categories, like with, with you, Axel, for example, like, you know, how you do, like if you do have alcohol at a party or like with family and stuff like that, you kind of, you do it in sections and you're like, yeah. you're, I feel like when you want to have alcohol, your aim is to not get shit face, you know? whenever yeah. people go to a party they always have motives like some like I I know that like from experience you know like sometimes you walk into a party and you like the only thing that's on your mind is like okay my goal is to be drunk and that's when yeah. things go wrong is because if you come in with that motive like it just goes all wrong from here and like this you know how many like people are just so like if you think about it it's, it's just so different at parties because like so many people have different motives for things like I mean, yeah. I envy Axel, I must say. I wish <laughs> yeah. I had that mindset earlier on and I would have saved myself from embarrassing myself many, <laughs> many times. Yeah. I think um, it has to do a lot with like how my parents introduced me to alcohol. Because when I was like 
when I was like 15 or maybe 15, my mom would used to give me like a, a mixed drink, but like really little alcohol, but just like she treated it as something that's normal, but you get it yeah. as you like grow up. And as you start yeah. aging, you can drink more and more of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just like a really good way of like introducing alcohol to someone who's young. Cause mm-hmm. I never saw it as like, Oh my God, alcohol. Oh my God, let me get drunk. Like it was always yeah. just like fun. And do you yeah. think that's because of your, like how you were brought yeah. up about it? hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that definitely because, influences it. Yeah. Cause like for yeah. me, like my mom was like, no, like that is forbidden. And it's like, come on, if you tell a teenager not to do something, we're going to want to do it. Yeah. Like that's the whole definitely. point. Like what are you going to say? Renee? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, I definitely agree because like my parents, even now I'm turning 18 in about a month and my mom is still like, no, it's, it's going to rot your brain cells. Like you're going to die. And maybe, yes, maybe that's the scientific truth of it, but I don't really care about the scientific truth of it. And I think I've always been like pushed away from the things that were bad for you or like it's too scary for a parent to handle. And I think the way your mom raised you, Axel, is incredible like i i wish yeah, yeah. 100 like yeah, yeah she's quite the superhuman i mean i feel like Special. if we all had a mom like axel and like had, you know bring us up and introduce us to stuff like alcohol in that way 100 percent, like we'd be different in terms of mm-hmm. how we approach it <laughs> like yeah yeah definitely my mom <laughs> definitely does still like say no drugs ever and she's like <laughs> i've never done that and Still mm-hmm. does the mom nagging thing, you know, it's their job to be annoying. But um, <laughs> just the way, yeah, she just introduced me to things that are very normal for, you know, everyone's life. Mm. And yeah. I think the way she did it was really good because she yeah. introduced it in a way that it's like, it's not rebellious for you to go do that. Yeah. Oh, God. Make me so want true. to push myself and be like, I really want to get drunk tonight like because my mom has never let me that's actually crazy when you think about it because it's so true that like if you're introduced to something as like it's horrible and it's forbidden and you can never do it then you're going to end up wanting to do it but when you introduce it as something that's like a part of life then it's like the fact that like I can I know for a fact that like if you handed XL like a whole bottle of like I don't know wine or something like that like he would be like in his mind he'd be like you know what I can take this right now like I can have some right now but I have the choice not to and I'm gonna choose not to whether it's like whereas if it's like for me example or Renee I don't know I'm not gonna speak for both of us but like if it's like one of those things where you see it it's like oh might as well because like I can't like I can't so like I I'm (laughs) never like I never for me I feel like no is never an option which is like horrible but like that's kind of how it is because you're like growing up being like can never touch this it's forbidden so I want to go ahead and do it right now and it's so exciting and new because I never get to do it and I that's why with parties it's like that's why majority of like I'm gonna say kids kids these days are just like this is like their opening their opportunity to do whatever the fuck they want for like a night which is kind of sad honestly yeah yeah so do you remember when the first time we drank and you were there oh, okay. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. <laughs> I was, was definitely there. Do you remember this when I was Halloween? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the first time we drank. That was the first time. And um, Axel just yeah. happened to be there. I didn't even drink that night. I just kind of Oh, we know you there. didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. That was a really fun night, at least for me. Like 
I think that has been the most enjoyable experience where I was yeah, drunk. I think because so as well. like we weren't fucked off our face, but we were like kind of a normal amount of drunk and we had people around us that we really cared about and like they care about yeah. us. And like um, Yeah, I guess that party was just like you guys exploring alcohol, which is always good for a teenager. I think they need to have that experience. Hmm. Um funny it's just funny that it was alcohol <laughs> it was just it was just funny that night but do you um, remember like I remember when um I, I forgot who it was but someone from the party brought like brought it out right but I don't know if it was like in the actual bottle or if it was like hidden in like a different think, bottle I think it was a water bottle yeah it was a water bottle was, but maybe it's very thing, like you so me and Renee were like standing over like uh the grill and right and we were like getting like the tiny little shot cups and we were like pouring it in and I specifically it was so vivid <laughs> I remember as we were pouring it in like I remember like as we we're like yeah and then like I looked over <laughs> and I saw Axel like look at us and he had like the like, <laughs> like he was just like he was like what the fuck well, like, that like, was my that was my first time being at a party where like people are just like yeah, shots with vodka, mm. you know, like. But did I've you know it was our that. first time? Um, I think I knew. Oh, okay. I, I think mean, it was I might have obvious. Knew. Yeah. Like uh-huh. looking yeah. at us, I know. I know it wasn't the first time for other people, but I knew that for mm. you guys it was. And um, then I was just—it was very funny because <laughs> it's just funny being the only sober one, like in the park, or oh, where? Where mm. was it? I don't remember. Yeah, it was like a parkish. Yeah. Um, but I was with um. <laughs> two of my other friends and we were all sober and it was just funny because we were looking out for everyone and um yeah I never look down on people who who drink like I, I feel like it's a very normal thing for teenagers I, I clearly like, thought you did I clearly thought you did when yeah, I was sobbing and crying definitely. I was like Axel's mad and you hate me <laughs> I thought you have please tell me you're still yeah. mad. <laughs> so, like, I was just trying how, to go home but like how Honestly, I want to know, though, like, how is it, like, being, like, in, in your perspective, like, being that one sober friend? Like, how is that from your point of view? Like, being I think the it's, one person? I think it's just fun to see, like, it's how everyone good. is when, yeah. they're, when they're drunk. Yeah. Not really idiots. It's also just good to, like, um, I don't know. I, I definitely tend to, like, look out for people I care about. Yeah. So, like, I don't really see it as much of a burden. Obviously, I don't want to be the dad of the group because that's lame. But like, um, yeah, I just like to have fun with them. And it's mm-hmm. like, I won't make them do anything they don't want to, obviously. But yeah, it'll be like, um, it'll just be like having a conversation with someone who's just a bit more open and truthful. And it's just like, Ooh. it's just funny. And just, it's a good time for me. I don't really mind it. You know what I find not fun though about that? Like sometimes at parties, you know, when like someone comes up to you and they're drunk right and then like they start talking to you and then they get you get to a point where you realize oh no they're gonna tell me some really personal stuff like they're about mm-hmm. to like dump yeah. shit on me and you're I just kind of like yeah and yeah. you like kind of wait for it and then they start like telling like some really messed up stuff to you and you just kind of have to sit there because you're because like you're sober right and you're taking why am I saying this like I've ever been sober at a party? But like, <laughs> like you're taking you're just, the you're just saying my experience. See, but the thing is though, but imagine if you're okay, imagine if it was me, the like drunk, right? Imagine a drunk person having to hear someone else's like 
like you're both drunk right and it's so chaotic because one person's like i hate my life and you're like you're drunk as well so you're just kind of like trying to you're trying to process the information that they're saying to you but you're like fucked up your head as well it's like the most chaotic thing ever a gift from zoom oh running out of time oh no Thank it's you. being upgraded we're fine oh my god you. Don't see. oh my god see you shouldn't have <laughs> but yeah um, yeah that's how it is at parties basically for me i'm just kind of sitting there and then like some random friend will come up to me and be like you know what happened last week and i'm like oh i forgot to do this and i'll just like walk away <laughs> yeah or something yeah. like that but then yeah it's 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 just yeah, yeah, you're gonna get guess, stuff there. yeah i just don't want to be in the situation where i have to listen to all of it and just be like wow that's really sad and mm. then they like won't remember me talking to them at all so it's like yeah that's true that's the point of having that conversation yeah that's actually that's true i never thought about it that way honestly because yeah. like how sad would it be if you're just like remember when you said this to me and then like what no i didn't, like, what? No, I didn't. yeah it's like oh like and how's your they... dying grandma and it's like oh i don't remember telling you that how do, how do you know that <laughs> how, did i tell you that <laughs> and you're like yeah you told me while you're drunk and you're like oh damn it but yeah, I, I think that's my experience being sober at parties. I don't really hate it. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Oh. <laughs> Renee, do you have anything else to say? No. no? Yeah, we Should move we move on? on to okay? Let's move on to the second one. Okay, okay then. Let's move on. Go on. Good discussion, guys. Do yeah. teenagers really need drugs? Nice. Do teenagers really need drugs and alcohol to quote unquote have fun? Have we all forced ourselves to believe that being shit faced or high off your face makes your experience at a party better? Or do we forget about the regret and bad choices we make after? I guess this leads back to like stuff we've already talked about as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like the idea behind, you know, getting absolutely destroyed, being like, yeah, oh my God, I had so much fun. (laughs) I mean, I've had experience where people have said to me, like, there would be like an upcoming party right and then we'd find out there's no alcohol there like this it's not like a drink party right and then people would full on say to me like oh like let's not go then because it's not going to be fun like it's going to be boring you know yeah and and like that's really sad because i remember i'm not going to say but that party specifically was someone's birthday so they were saying that the like not even for the fact that you're going for the fact that it's your friend's birthday but they're like oh there's not gonna be any alcohol there so it's yeah no it's so it's boring (laughs) and it's just like dude it's your it's your friend's birthday like why should it matter you should be there because it's for your friend not for the fact that you want to i don't know yeah i think having fun without alcohol and drugs is just like one of life's many gifts um <laughs> uh, i guess it's just like it's just such an amazing thing being able to like experience um the experience just like raw like straight up nothing yeah. added just like straight it's just you and your friends and you're just like i don't know there's just you just get a certain like adrenaline out of it yeah That's i mean just, like, I, not different to... i like to assume that us three have fun together as friends without oh, yeah, alcohol like in normal setting i don't know about you know versus yeah mm. but that's very true that is very true i mean yeah i i kind of like try, I, it's hard to imagine though like like i'm trying to envision right now like let's just say like our whole grade right at having a party and there's just no alcohol there and like if it's uh, scary because it's like genuinely i can't really predict what would happen whereas you can like, definitely like see i guess with certain that, people yeah, yeah yeah but then i'm trying to like mm. sorry yeah 
Sorry. No, you can you can definitely see the people that would be like, oh, this is no fun. Like I'm so bored. And then the people that would be like, I don't know, having fun like on stairs, just like that's literally all you're doing, just going up and down the stairs and talking. <laughs> it's just like it's just like there's a different type of I guess uh, I think it all has to do with like the people you surround yourself with. Mm. Because yeah, a yeah. lot of people that will be like, oh, my God, this is so boring. There's no alcohol and there's no this and that. Mm-hmm. Are the people that hang out with people that are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hope most of my friends can, like, I know for a fact that most of my friends can, like, just enjoy time with me without having to do that stuff. I mean, I'm stuck with you two hours a day, so. Shut the hell up. Yeah, like, <laughs> we do it at school. So yeah. why is it so hard yeah. to do it at parties? you know yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah I mean but at the same time like with parties it's like there's you're not only surrounded by like the comfort of your own friendship group though like it's other groups that are there so then like yeah. I feel like people think oh well if I am drunk or whatever I'll have the confidence to be able to I guess mingle talk with other people and yeah. talk to them and stuff like that like I know for a certain like there's so many people that I, I would talk to at parties that come up to me and I'm like oh my god I've never had a conversation with you before like and yeah and then like the day after you're just like oh like someone so is actually a really cool person but then you mm-hmm. kind of sit back and things like oh but it's kind of sad that I didn't get to connect with them when they were sober you know like I wish I would yeah. be able to like just do that like in normal time like not having to do that at a party when they're like sad or whatever and they're like listen my goldfish drowned the other day <laughs> and it was sad um yeah because like a recent party oh, a really recent kind of recent um <laughs> was like a lot of times my mom's like when there are drugs call me and I'll come pick you up and I was like okay fine so um at a recent party there was drugs that were brought up but it's just like that's the first time I'm meeting someone and they've come to a party and just straight up like started lighting oh. a joint it's just like it's just like <laughs> that's the first time I'm meeting you and you're coming over here and just going for it mm. and um it's just like I don't think it's it's not disappointing. It's just like you don't really get to know who that person is before they start doing that stuff. Like they come to the party just and for that. How do you know that's them though? Like how do you know that's their personality? Yeah. You don't know that. Yeah. Like what if they're complete dicks to you the other day? Like the day after, like they're really nice to you when you're talking to you, and then the day after, they're like, oh, uh, you, yeah. I can't believe I talked to you. You're gross. Like you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like I think it leads them to do stuff that they. Um, wouldn't normally do and it's just like a not really good idea of who Mm. you are as a person well I have a question for both of you actually so feel free to jump in when you want to but um I feel like one of the things that I find really like just upsetting in general about stuff like this whole thing is just like when you're at a party and then you see there's like two types of people right there's the people that are like drunk off their face and all high off their face whatever and they're just like having the time of their lives they're like so you know and, and you can tell that they only do it they're like they're like social drinkers you know and stuff like that they're yeah. like very like in the moment where it's like when I'm at a party like I want to be able to like do this and that and then there's like the other half of the people where they're like you know there have been times where at a party I've looked over and I see someone that's like either super drunk or like super high and yeah. like you look at them and they're like it, it's it's scary because it's like 
you know that they have genuine problems with it you know like you know that they're there they're not having a good time but they're kind of using that to guess either Mm -hmm. numb some sort of pain that they obviously don't bring up to you and they decide to bring to that's the thing though like when certain friends don't open up about certain things right to you in, in a normal setting and then they bring that to a party where not that they actually bring it up in conversation but you can tell that they're carrying some sort of like obvious problems that they have yeah. and you just see and just watching them just like sit in a corner fucked off their faces yeah. and looking miserable scary. and it's like it's scary because it's like you're supposed to have fun at a party and you're seeing this person literally look miserable and it's like and it's yeah. not even them and you can't even comfort them because when you try to comfort them like it's not them talking and it's like the yeah. saddest thing ever so like what are yeah. your like have you ever come across something like that in your life i've definitely like obviously i'm not gonna say too much but i've definitely like had that happen within like family sometimes mm-hmm. and it's just sad to see like problems that they've had when they're younger carry on to when they're older mm. and it's like it doesn't really leave you like if you don't handle your your youth properly then <laughs> you're gonna have like you're gonna have a really hard time in the future having fun without alcohol and and um being in the moment because they live for like getting drunk and mm. getting high mm. and it's just like what's the point of you know being there if you're not going to experience it mm. how about you Renee? do you feel Renee? I mean, I've been that person, like, in the corner of the party, pissed off their face and just so sad. Um, I'm not proud of it, but, like, you, it's hard to control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like last year especially, a lot of the time I'd go to parties, not because of the people that would be there, but just because I wanted to get fucked up and I had no other route Wait. of doing it. Um without there being a party and like yeah people would come up to me they'd be like hey you good and I'd just be like not receptive yeah not because I didn't want to like talk to them about it I was just not there and like I'm not proud of it but (laughs) that's just the truth of the situation um it's all about like having those moments and then realizing that you know you don't want to have those moments again and then like learning from it that that's like the one goal that everyone should have is like learning from the shitty things they've done yeah and experienced and like not wanting people to experience that as well Mm -hmm. kind of going off like what Renee was saying like I I feel like the only time I've ever had those experiences is just like because alcohol is a depressant right you know so whenever you have it like you're gonna have like it's like phases that you go through throughout the night where it's like you're you're gonna have that like down phase I guess but like for me it's like I don't know if you guys experienced this before but do you ever feel like when you're if you're in that down phase you kind of have like it's like so existential and I feel like I'm literally like I feel like I'm literally like out of my body it's like an out-of-body experience and I feel like I'm like astral projecting and I feel like I'm literally like just not there and I feel like I'm looking down at myself half of the time and like I can see myself and I see people and everything but it's like it just feels like I'm kind of like floating around the room but like my mind's not there it's just like the most uncomfortable thing ever yeah and then like someone comes up to you and like they try to make a conversation with you and you're just kind of like you know (laughs) you're like like that you know yeah personally I hate when people are like you good (laughs) like (laughs) like, the thing is like what do you want me to say like because if I if I say 
no I'm not and then <laughs> what's gonna what's gonna happen from there you're gonna like give me some therapy which I probably won't remember the next day or if yeah. I'm like yeah, yeah I'm good and then you go off and then you don't you leave me alone for the rest of the night because you're convinced yeah. that just because I told you that I'm okay you're like well then it's fine then goodbye yeah a lot of the time when people um that are like my friends or people I actually really truly value come up to me when they're a bit drunk and they like if I ask them are you okay and they they're like no I'm okay it's all right I'm just like yeah you're definitely not but I'll talk to you when you're sober because there's no point talking to you when you're like this so I'll leave you alone you know just keep checking up on you that night but like I would like to have a conversation like when you're actually in it and able to like answer me properly because it's important to know what's like going through your friend's head especially when they're like that because um you just know how to, you can, you can learn how to help them and, and if they ever need help. Yeah. There's nothing worse than like a friend that doesn't open up to you, like when they're sober and then they like open up to you when they're drunk and it's like, so ah, it's, it's really frustrating, you know? Cause like you're hearing problems that they have Mm -hmm. and you, and 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 it's like, it's all dumping and yeah, it's not, it's not like, because you, you feel like you've never heard that side of them. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. all of it all at once and all it is once. so like heavy and it's so much heavier than they would ever have experienced it when they're sober but of course because when they're drunk or high everything is just so much more built up and like yeah. it just it crushes you and there's nothing you can do about it yeah because you're both yeah. drunk you're both like <laughs> yeah just like holding each other like what yeah that's why i i, I tend to avoid those situations and I think it's good for people to like, you know, vent out their stuff, but not to someone who's like, especially if you're not like super close to that person mm-hmm. and they start venting their problems on you. I'm just like, no. And then I'll just like leave. Yeah. But it, it's like, it could be seen as rude, but to be honest, I'm just protecting myself. And like, mm. that's what's most important in life. Is just tell, don't tell anyone, but I killed someone else. <laughs> their body is in the dumpster. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> god forbid that ever happens like someone just confess that they're like a mafia boss or something and they're like i would just mm, i would just leave i'd actually just leave the party leave the party i could get in my car and i'd leave (laughs) why are you leaving (laughs) don't leave (laughs) never leave oh god yeah Yeah, it's just like you know Mm. but why why do we but like why do we feel compelled to suddenly open up to people when we're in that state like what what I'm trying to like figure that out myself like why do we do that personally I do it well like yeah this is from my own personal experience everything feels infinite when you are off your face Mm -hmm. and you feel like the next day nothing is going to matter because like everything is so right now and oh you're like drunk right now and stuff is happening right now so it won't matter the next day because Mm. people will just forget and like it'll be over and so you feel like it's okay to open up because one you can blame it on you being drunk and two they probably like won't even care the next day yeah Wait, that's actually so true. Actually, but like I was like, so many things are going through my mind as you were saying that because that's literally so true though. Because like when you're 
in that state, you feel like nothing is going to matter. You feel like everything that happens, it's like whatever happens in this party stays in this party. Like that's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. God, I think that's why people feel so shitty the next day. Like that yeah. explains yep. it. Yeah. Like there's like a <laughs> massive like down. There's like a really down in the next morning. It's like, ugh. it's like you're coming off this like high and you're kind yeah. of going through the phase where it's like, all right, I'm <laughs> accepting the reality and like life is real and i'm accepting that my actions have consequences i'm actually alive right now dude <laughs> but like, but like that, ooh. no you go sorry okay. um but there's like there's like if you get shit-faced a lot of the time they say what's like <laughs> sorry we're making faces <laughs> if you get shit-faced then a lot of the time you'll say like you'll say what you want to say and sometimes it could have been said a lot different and been handled a lot mm-hmm. different, but like the way you've said it is kind of like, it leaves everyone to be, just be like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then just like walk away. But like we had another party, not recently, but like a little bit ago where um, it was just like a close group of friends and we didn't like, we had alcohol there, but we didn't get drunk. And it was just like, yeah, Rachel knows what to talk about. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we just like, I don't know. I thought that was a really good night because we were just like talking. That's mm-hmm. actually it. And we were just sitting there and actually talking about like how we feel about things. Yeah, there was a lot of talking. That was a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of talking. And singing. <laughs> and America's Got <laughs> and Talent, whatever it was. America's Got Talent, <laughs> whatever that was. Renee, I mean, in case you don't know, we ended up playing a lot of board games. And one of the board games was America's Got Talent. And they had like the buzzer and everything. And it was like really <laughs> stupid things like, um sing in a british accent and then like, like play air guitar and then generally get up and just go <laughs> play the air guitar Ooh. you were pressing the red button for everyone you weren't yeah. giving anyone a chance even if someone was good like no oh, they this suck. was funny um yeah and then i got sung to sleep apparently yeah which i don't remember oh. yeah it's very i didn't very weird i night. didn't think it would work but it did yeah, yeah. but <laughs> But (laughs) 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 I'm not gonna give context to that but anyways but honestly though like I think it's really what people should do more often is like not get shit-faced but just get a bit tipsy and then just like but like rely perfect it is like like, yeah yeah. and then you go off of that and then you rely on like actual communication and actual conversation and like because you're not like too gone to the point where you'll say things you regret and like you're like you know but then you're also at a point where it's like i can like i'm more you have that buzz you know it's like the buzz and like the adrenaline but you can actually things that you're saying it actually makes sense so like that is like you just want to search for like you want to search for your perfect amount like getting tipsy Mm -hmm. and having fun with friends is it's totally fine it's just when you get like to the point where you don't know what's happening around you that it can be like not even just like, um, like you're scared something will come out. It can be dangerous for you. Like, mm. um, not knowing what's going on around you, people could take advantage of that. And like, no one's nice in this world. Like, everyone's bad in some way. But it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Tipsy is like a perfect place to be with friends. Mm. Also, the people you surround yourself when you're yes. getting mm. drunk, yes, means a lot. So, oh, 100%. Um, 100%. And their true colors also come out when they're drunk. Yeah. But that's don't surround yourself. Sorry. 
sorry, just quickly. Don't surround yourself with sketchy people when you're drunk. No matter how much you think they're a good person, they will not be a good person. Like, yeah. Anyway, like, yeah, well, like I was saying, like, you know. No, that's a really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are bad people out there for sure. And there are people that will have the bad intentions and that will just. And but that, that's kind of scary, though, because doesn't that make you think, well, if people that you see, like, I guess if that's their true colors and stuff like that, like, that's a fucking terrifying revelation that you come to, because then yeah. you're just like, do I even know this person? Like, there have yeah. been so many times, like, you know, where you'd be talking to someone or like someone would do something. You'd be like, they probably did this like out of because they have like these emotions building up and they think well yeah. since i'm at a party right might as well like it just comes all out and you're like oh my god this person has either been carrying some sort of like heavy shit the past month and they've decided to just like let it all out it's yeah. very i feel like parties can be very cathartic sometimes let's be honest yeah. because like i feel like we've That's all true. done stuff being like oh my god like this is so cool like i'm venting my emotions out and i'm like it's so cathartic but then like the next day you're just kind of like oh shit i did that but like then you're like oh but that wasn't me though but that's the thing like because people like oh but that's their true colors like that's that's you know oh we know how this person is but how many times have you defended yourself being like oh no like i didn't mean to do this because i was drunk you know like i i was like Mm -hmm. drunk and stuff like that so i didn't mean it but then i feel like there's like two sides of it because then we go ahead being like if someone does something that we don't like we'll be like oh, you know, now we know who they really are. But when we do something shitty, I feel like, yeah, because like, I can't speak for everyone, but personally, I feel like I'm I'm horrible when it comes to like, I feel like I've done wrong in the fact that I've blamed people who do things at parties that I don't like. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, that's who they really are. And then I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't acknowledge when I do something shitty because I'm like, well, it was, I was drunk. Like, I didn't know, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like so many people do that. And we need to talk about that more, you know, because yeah. being drunk doesn't give you a pass to be a shitty person. Being drunk doesn't give you an excuse to, t- you know, to just feel like you can vent out your emotions on other people yeah. and do shitty things. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just, it, it always, it always goes back to just like, that's just how people are always going to be just like trying to look for a, an excuse to get rid of the emotions that they have that they can't tell people about. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's very selfish to like, to get wasted and just dump all of it on someone or do something that, you know, you know, it's not right, but because you're not in the right main mind frame, you're doing it anyway, just because you want to. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's really scary to be honest. It is scary. It is very scary. And that's where it comes into the whole stop romanticizing it because you will have scary experiences. And like, like imagine like this person that thinks that they're like, oh, a party's got to be so like cool and stuff like that. And they go in there and they think they look at the ugly side of it and they actually come to this realization that, you know what? It's not as fun and pretty as people make it out to be. There are some really scary, like there's some dark shit out there, you know, that you will see. And when you don't let people be aware of that, like, it can really damage a person because, yeah. Yeah. I'm going just back like, to, like, ugh. being, like, the, the sober guy at the party, like, you see that happen, like, in real time. Like, you see it happen all around you. Yeah. Like, I'll be sitting on the couch at a party and I'll look to my left and some girl is, like, crying, talking about how her cat 
mold her dog or something like that. And it's just like, obviously, that's a very. Or you see someone making out with someone that they shouldn't. Yeah, you see someone making out with someone they shouldn't make out with right in front of me. (laughs) As I look around my friends and laugh. (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's just like if you get to a party and you don't drink or you don't get to the point where you're drunk, you will see a whole different side of that party than people will explain it. Like I've mm. had people go, that party was so good. And I was like, that is the shittiest party I've ever been to. Mm. Like that was horrible. Mm. And it's just like, um, yeah, it's just, you see a totally different side to it when you're yeah. sober and it's like, people don't really get to experience that side, which it's is like, like putting on glasses. Yeah. Like- party glasses on and it's like you it's like kaleidoscope stuff and then you don't wear the glasses and you're just sitting there and you just see how shitty everything do you ever do you ever like think about like how like if you're like how stupid parties actually look when you're not like in yeah, that it's state. so funny it's so funny so it doesn't look really stupid it's like- so funny it is so funny like I'll, there'll be like one person just like running in it's like in inside and towards outside and like running inside someone will walk into like a door and then like you'll see like four people dancing but they're not really dancing they're just going <laughs> and then they're like <laughs> no, but that's a- see but to us we're like it's in slow motion like to yeah. us we yeah. think that. Yeah. <sighs> and then you walk outside someone's like peeing in the bush and the other guy's like vomiting like right next to him and you're just like wow this is so amazing <laughs> and then people are like to you the next day so they're like whoa that party was sick it was they're so like, good they're like oh yo that party was so crazy <laughs> like wow i didn't see why didn't you get drunk and i'm like <laughs> this is why this is why <laughs> yeah or like when you it. like walk into a, like a room because you like w- want to lie down on a bed and then the room's <laughs> locked and then you put your ear against the door and you hear creaking and shit and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> better not go in there <laughs> better not and then Ooh. um yeah it's just like you're just always nervous to enter an area because like we were at a party and i walked outside <laughs> and it was so dark it was so dark in this one corner and i was like is someone there so like <laughs> my flashlight and i was like oh, yeah i put on my flashlight on my phone to look down the area and there's just like three people just sitting there like really close like and i'm just like i know what you're talking about so then i turn off slide off then just walk away and it's just like i walk away and then as i'm walking away someone's like falling down the stairs and it's just like, I guess it's just, it's just, it's just very funny. It's just the reality but, of yeah, it, honestly. Reality, yeah. Oh, but for them, they'd be seeing a totally different thing. Mm. And that's where it gets dangerous. What's the next section? Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let me open my phone. This is so unprofessional, guys. Jesus. Oh, she okay. doesn't even know it. <clears throat> Sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> do you feel? <laughs> oh no. Do you? Feel... <laughs> uh... oh, God, do you feel it's right to tell a friend to not make a certain choice because you don't feel comfortable with them doing it and it'll affect your friendship, or do you simply just want to vocalize your concerns out of care despite you being unhappy with their choices? Where does the line draw? Um. This is very sensitive for a lot of people because um, <laughs> we're so evil. Uh, uh, no, I think um, I think as a friend, it all comes down to like how close you actually are with that person. 
Because mm-hmm. like with you guys, even if you guys would be upset with me, I would fully vocalize what I think, but I wouldn't do it because of my own benefit. I would do it because mm-hmm. I care about like how you guys are as a, as a, as thank you, as people. And um, like what happens to you guys? Like I actually care, but a lot of people just do it just because I know they want to seem like they're like a more moral person and they don't really care mm-hmm. about like mm-hmm. what you care about. Yeah. They think they have like a high, like a moral high ground and they yeah. think you know what like i'm okay so there's this friend that we have um we all know them <laughs> and i feel like they they have this mindset where it's like they think <laughs> getting a bit nervous here <laughs> they have this <laughs> mindset where they feel like just because of the things that they've experienced the things that they've seen other people just just because they think that the world evolves around them and they think when they want to give you advice on something you know whether it is to be like don't do a certain thing don't make a certain choice they just feel like they have like this moral high ground and they think I can tell you what to do because I know what's best for you I somehow am I you're like a dog on a leash to me like I feel like everything yeah. that I tell you to do it's like out and 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 it's like kind of manipulative manipulative in a way as well because they 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 say stuff to you like oh I know what's best for you and like if you don't listen to me this will happen to you and like they belittle you and they say things like you're naive or like um I've Mm -hmm. actually experienced this and you haven't and stuff like that I'll be like oh you haven't done this yet listen to me and it's like people like that it's like you know, like, and there's, yeah, there's no discussion around it either. It's just like, my opinion's right. You are wrong. Like, everything yeah. you're doing is wrong. And they always, well, in my experience, they do it when you're off your face as well. So you can't really, yeah. like, process what they're saying. And you're just like, <laughs> wait, but I can't change what I'm doing at the moment. Like- Stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yet everything's yeah. louder then as well. So yeah. even yeah. if they're whispering, it seems like they're shouting at you. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's um that's what's like a big problem with a lot of people that are that are our age that like have experienced a bit more. They're like, I'm so ethically correct. I'm like so moral. <laughs> but it's like you have to let people experience things for themselves or they won't learn. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not yeah. their parent. Like just mm-hmm. just leave them alone. Like tell them what you think but it's up to them whether they want to change it or not. Like I've definitely called you, Rachel, I've definitely called you stupid for something you've done, but I don't think I've ever said like, I'm telling you don't do that. I always say, yeah, no, you're not forceful about it. Like you're just vocalizing your concerns, but it's, it's just because you're allowed to be like, I personally don't think this is right or whatever. Like that's hundred percent, like fine. It's just when it comes to you being like, when people are like, well, if you, like there's nothing more terrifying when you feel like your fucking friendship is on the line with someone because of a choice you make when yeah. people manipulate you and they and they're like I will I will not be your friend anymore if you do this that is so terrifying and it's just like well do I do I listen to them just cuz I want to preserve our friendship and be their bitch or yeah. do I just want to make a choice <laughs> on my own and live just, my life yeah well i guess like um that's something that I actually handle pretty well. Like if someone said that to me, I would be like, fuck you, like get out (laughs) of my life. And like, I think it's also a bad thing, but I don't, I wouldn't regret it like at all. And it's just like a lot of people need to 
know that those kind of people aren't the people you want to have around you because they'll just make your life a whole lot worse and a whole lot like more taxing and just That's annoying. Star. Get it. Don't say that. I already say that yes. to you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You don't really want yeah. to. Go no, no, give, it, give us a no, yes. No, no, I don't. I don't. Give us a I don't. Yes, no, 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 no. Okay. Give yes, us a slay. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> point. Okay, um, you know when, like, um, especially after a little while, like those types of people will tell you over and over and over again, you kind of get to that point where it feels like you're walking on eggshells and yeah. you feel like you can't do anything right because they'll have an opinion about it. And you either, like, you feel like you have to be perfect around them all the time and you can't have any flaws and you can't learn how to grow and, yeah. like, be your own person because especially at our age, we're trying to figure out who we are. Yeah. So we try new things and we might fuck up and we might not agree with other people's opinions, but we need to so that we can grow as humans yeah you need to make mistakes at our age exactly you have to yeah i feel like lots of people don't understand that they don't understand that we are just trying to figure out who we are and we need to make mistakes in order Mm. to learn and grow and that isn't just to like teenagers and teenagers a lot of adults don't realize that they've made mistakes that make them who they are Mm. and Mm. your kids need to make the mistake as well and obviously the mistake isn't you know you know doing drugs or other stuff like that but just in general in general like you want to avoid your kids making like horrible mistakes but little mistakes that help them grow is like very important and vital to like how they turn out as um adults and it's just very it's very important for yeah for our age to make mistakes i think it's okay to be like if you're telling someone to be like yeah you let's just say if you're a parent like you're parenting your child I feel like it's okay for parents to be like, hey, just letting you know, like, I've had experience with this and that. Like, this is my opinion. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, you have to understand if your child decides to not listen to you, that's on them. Like, my my philosophy or belief is just like, let your child mm-hmm. fuck up. Let them go through the pain. Let them go through the guilt or whatever the situation comes at hand. And then they'll grow from that. What's the and point? Then after, in like, after they make that mistake, obviously it's your job as a parent to like reprimand them and yeah and guide them like you can guide them but like there's no point in keeping them in this like bubble for the rest of their lives and never letting them experience anything for themselves because you know what you're doing when you're doing that you're you're raising a pussy i'm sorry like you're raising someone who's not going to be able to because if you okay that sounds that sounded so mean but like if they can't handle certain like small things how are they going to handle big things in life you know like they're, they're gonna they're gonna be crushed and that's gonna be on you yeah yeah and it's just like it's a really bad mentality to have to like think that they won't make the mistake ever like to think that your kids are just perfect beings that are just like mm-hmm. never gonna make a mistake is like not the greatest outlook on life do you want your you kids to, to be like you to be like me yeah do you guys want hell to- no hell no <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, i want um to be honest if my kid aged up like me i wouldn't be that upset little that's mini axel little mini axel axel jr i'll just take things that <laughs> i'll take things that i know i haven't done right and just teach them about it mm-hmm. and that's like the best way to 
you know, raise your kids and stuff. Yeah. I'm like how we're on like the topic of parenting right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like that. They're like 18, 17. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, I child. can't have a baby either. <laughs> I'm <laughs> too young to have a baby. Uh, yeah, I, I see like Instagram videos of adorable babies and I always have to tell myself like, no, stop it. Like, I know this baby's adorable, but you, you are too young. You can't do this right now. I definitely never have that. I'm definitely like, <laughs> Ew, baby! Uh, have you had that every day? Have you ever had baby fever? Sometimes I do, but then I remind myself that they like shit themselves and scream all the time. And yeah, I can barely look baby. after myself, let alone a little thing. <laughs> I'm about to kill it. To, yeah, like just stab it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to, <laughs> when you find out you're pregnant, I'm about to kill it. Oh, oh, oh. I'm about to. Oh my God, all the anti abortion <laughs> people are going to come for us. <laughs> no. Oh, no. We're no, very yeah. off topic. I and hate babies. <laughs> Let them say what they want to say. Screw babies. I hate babies, but I love babies, but I hate them. Basically, kill more babies. 2021. <laughs> That's the message you need to take away from this podcast. Yeah, kill nothing else. Kill babies. Yeah. Kill all babies. <laughs> Guys, what are we doing? <laughs> should, uh, should, yeah. are we at the end now? Oh my should God. Wrap it up. All right. So, Axel, <clears throat> I think today we've discussed some. Pretty, pretty cool stuff, you know, pretty, I'm, we appreciate your honesty and we appreciate your openness to the topics and we appreciate you just being a guest here today. So thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. Should we give them a round of applause? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So we do this thing at the end of our podcast where we close off with a song, but the thing is the song, it's not a real song. It's a, it's, it's a made up song. It's always and unprepared. It's unprepared, and you can only use your either your hands, your mouth, but no actual instruments. Just it's all percussive. It's <laughs> percussive, and we we have a duo <laughs> for this purpose called the Fingerings. <laughs> can I can I just like listening to? Can I just listen to the the Fingerings perform? Okay, okay. Well, since he's a bit new, we'll, like we'll, we'll take over. So okay. maybe if he's next scared. time, we'll do it for him. Okay. <clears throat> next time, next time, I'll, I'll join in a beatbox or something. Rachel, you sing this time. I'll um, make the... The percussive? Okay. You'll yeah. do the, the fingering, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you yeah. for listening. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, thank you. We really enjoyed today's podcast whoa 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 we have a special yes it was excel excel whoa 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 yeah yeah whoa 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 and we're out yeah that was amazing thank you feedback that was amazing thank you need to improve anything or no i hated that oh yep yep um, well, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to our podcast today. We don't give a shit about our opinion. His opinion doesn't matter. This, yeah, this has been Rachel, Renee, and XL with mm. Toothache, the podcast. Uh, thank you all very much for listening and good night. <laughs> it is daytime, <laughs> best friend. Good night. Good night. This is not the Jimmy Fallon show, okay? <laughs> I'm shut up. I'm ending the recording. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you.